Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I can't wait while you put on, I won't wait while you put on lip gloss. It's my Clinique black hoodie. <laughs> I'd also like to say that one, <laughs> two minutes ago, we just said, and you know, in two weeks, she was dead. And then you went, well, let's, let's go, in and, go on and entertain people. <laughs> it's true. We were Sun telling seven stories. Sad. I literally Being said, sad. You know, she was fine. She was inspiring everybody, saying, I'm great. I'm, I'm feeling better. And two weeks later, she was dead. Very sad. Very sad. Left a bereft husband. Oh. <laughs> My lips feel good, though, now. we got to keep going. Hello. This is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day fiance. Marrying someone you've only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To We got to keep going, Queens. Which, by the way, y'all, welcome to 90 Day Gays. 90 Day Gays. Happily ever after. Hi! (laughs) Boy. What do gay horses say? Hi. (laughs) Fuck you! Um. What are you doing in my stable? (laughs) What are you doing? Um, This is exclusive. I, my TiVo, like the channels changed and it started taping East Coast feed and I don't have East Coast feed, which is oh, weird. that's obnoxious. So I had to watch this on the TLC website. <laughs> oh my God, y'all. There are so many drug and Febreze commercials. That's all that they have on those. And they're like, the drug commercials are like no three catheters. minutes long. No, they're like three minutes long. Oh, they're so awful. And then there's eight of them. It took and me two and a half hours just to watch the while, show. While um, while they're doing, they, they first do the music and there's like, if you are, want a better quality of life. And then there's like, prices may vary, blah, blah, blah. You may cost blah, blah. And it's, and it's like a woman putting flowers on a shelf. You may have nausea, vomiting, <laughs> a giant rosebud coming out of your ass. Your husband saying, what the fuck is going on? Your neighbor going, oh. <laughs> These symptoms should subside. <laughs> 
it's so weird. They have to do those, obviously, uh, by law. Yeah, they want to get but, sued. Wow, how fast they do them! And it looks every drug commercial you see, like this is the answer to my problems. It's a special skill when I would take like VO classes, and there's like an actually a small group of VO oh, actors sure. who are known. That can drug talk really quickly and yeah. do them. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, prices, prices, like car commercials. Prices may vary. APR. Blah, 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 blah. It's very. Di- it's more difficult than you think. Oh, I believe it. Anyway, y'all. I, I know how to speak very quickly. But I could do that. Mm, you might want to work on it. <laughs> this is high. This is high, y'all. Episode eleven of season five. Right. Are we eleven episodes. Yeah, but this one's going to have... sat through 22 hours of these fucking people. And we're going <laughs> to sit through more, because I think that usually there's like 17 episodes. Good God. Gonna be you on. know what, though? We were treated to no Paul or Karini. Which was nice. Which was nice. It was a... Overall, I thought it was a good episode. Yeah. I, I mean, there was some shit that pissed me off, but it was still dramatic. It reeled me in. I feel like... I, I Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Happily, or, happily Ever After is hard for me to gauge because I feel like so many people are unlikable on it. Now I'm just kind of waiting for them to get their just desserts. <laughs> Karma's coming back on a lot of yeah. these bitches. Because I, I feel like, I, feel like mm-hmm. we, I really want to see all of family Libby like die in a plane crash. I don't know if I want that. <laughs> but um, I mean, they're awful. I don't know if I want that, but I wouldn't mind them like, um, uh, I don't know, eat like at a being, lo- at a Luby's and have food poisoning for like a month. Yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe I don't want to die in a plane crash. Maybe constipation though. I don't want Chuck to lose weight. I think that's the worst way to die: plane crash. Maybe we don't need to talk <laughs> about this right now. <laughs> wow. Think about it though. Wow. Would you rather be in a plane crash or burned up in a building? Uh, plane crash. I think you're right. But the 10 seconds before you plummet towards the earth. You can make peace with it. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, w- worse. Uh, your car has, you've driven off of a bridge and your car is sinking and there's water. It's like that's a Titanic my mother's, death. That's my mother's uh, worst fear. Yeah. Her wor- worst fear. Being, and and for the- a lot of people, so I'm going to stop talking about this because people are driving <laughs> and they're triggered by this. I'm sorry. No, that's literally like Y'all, one of the top five worst fears, phobias I, of people. I have so these. Move on. I have these thoughts all the time, and it's better if I just get them out. Maybe not on a show with uh, <laughs> several hundred thousand people listening that are going to get triggered. Y'all, if you, it is okay to talk about our feelings, but maybe not when they're in the middle of driving to their day job, and now suddenly they're, they're like, "Well, just don't drive off the bridge." No, I'm going to die. Calling their wife. <laughs> don't. don't are we having? Do we have any announcements? I don't know. Oh, let's let's just do. talk about last week, y'all. Last week was our big anniversary week. It was. It was great. I'm still tired and sore, like after a good night of of passionate lovemaking. Um, I didn't have any though. I just feel like it emotionally. And that's. I feel like you then, fucked my soul. <laughs> they did. They did lovingly. Y'all soul fucked me lovingly. It was very sweet. All you your well wishes. You penetrated me. 
you have raised uh, over four thousand dollars. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a big that's big news. That Poodle and I are going to split between two uh, LGBTQ arts youth charities, youth, arts, arts charities, youth charities. We're not sure. We're 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 y'all. It's hard because we want to do something in our hometowns or yeah. close to our hometowns. They don't have a lot of LGBT stuff because back where I'm from. They'll literally <clears throat> burn crosses on your lawn and run you out if you're an LGBT. Right. But if you're an arts group, you're basically for gay you're kids. You're already going to get called where the faggots go. Yeah, but so. that's but you can be included in that. So and we're so we're looking. I'm probably two nonprofits. I'm trying to talk to uh, one theater that I want to give my money to. So it's so like probably, back, back in South Carolina. He's just so. vetting them because yeah, because I'm not. Y'all, I'm not going to put my money in something where, like, you, you, you made me watch a little bit of something. I'm like, these people are bad actors. I'm not giving them my money. It's true. And you said they need it. They but need I it. But I want to kind of establish it for like some kind of youth outreach. Yeah, that's what I would prefer. So that's yeah. what we're going to do. If you're interested in doing that, you can go on the Sissy Squad, and there is a post about <laughs> the donations that Heather made, and you can look at that and all that kind of stuff. So we want to say thank you again. We really want to thank our Sissy team so much, Christina. Uh, Jackie, uh, our den mother Jackie, Andrea, Chris, y'all, yeah. y'all were here because of y'all working so hard yep. and helping us and believing in us, and we truly love you. And for he- thank Heather Torres again for facilitating the huge anniversary yes, gift of Palooza so. unboxing. We're never gonna lose weight. Nope. Never gonna There's lose weight. There's so much Portos in my fridge, more than a Cuban <sighs> woman's refrigerator. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot. Um, I do want to say another balls. shout out. We've said it before, but I want to say it again because I see more posts this week. Shout out to our to all of you, but shout out to our parents and their kids sending their kids back to school. Oh fuck yes! Shout out to our teachers who a lot of you are scared, and we get it. We are here for you. They're teaching right now, and. It's a big transition for yep. a lot of people and we right still now. Don't and we're even thinking know, of you. We still don't even know what's up. A lot of places uh, are still trying to figure it out. They don't know. I have friends in Texas, my friend Mandy and Denton. They don't know what's happening, and they're right. supposed to start like in two weeks. So it's really, Ugh. it's really, a, it's a scary time for a lot of you. And our teacher warriors, y'all are, y'all are classroom warriors. Classroom warriors, yes, our classroom warriors. I hope that you know. I hope you're being appreciated for what you should have been appreciated for a long time now. I hope so. Well, spoiler alert, you're not. Uh, but <laughs> you know, I try to have <laughs> this hope. country. No, not 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 with the way public education is. No, that's true. It's yeah, just they, not going to happen. They don't. They need the way one. the way our culture values public education is all wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to go off on a soapbox. Poodle is just I'm, no. It's just it's criminal. It is. It's Edu- just education is your opportunity. For uh, education uh, lets you know what the world is is like. And oh. if you don't know, um, you're going to forever be a closed-minded troglodyte. So he's had a CBD and an iced tea, y'all, <laughs> so we better get going. <laughs> Speaking of troglodyte, let's just, um, let's just jump Angela? into Angela and Michael. <laughs> um, I'll, be, I'll be frank. Um, like I haven't been before. I wonder where it came from. Did somebody named Frank say it? No. When you say Frank, that is, I'm honest. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be short, brief, Frank. This is exactly how I feel. No. I'm, I mean, usually means I'm not going to sugarcoat something. I don't have to watch any more Angela Michael segments because they're all going to be boom, 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 back. I, just back and forth. You know what? I almost posted, I was like, I'll save it for the show, but. I watched this and I went, I am done watching them. Yeah. 
We'll still cover them, but if there's some I reason. I prefer to fast forward it until the wedding. Had, we'll, if you, so y'all, if you want to fast forward it, just know we're still going to watch it and let you know what happens. Yeah. But if you don't want to watch it anymore, because this is garbage, and at this point I feel like I'm just, my emotions are just being, not even my emotions, <clears throat> my time is being toyed with. I, I told, it's a great way to put it. Yes. And I'm, I'm sick of being kind of forced to watch this abusive behavior continue. Yeah. Not only abusive towards, well, mostly towards Michael, but this, this kind of refusion or reputation of anything Angela uh, wants that's not going to be her way or the highway. Yes. I, yes, for sure. And it's so much about control for her. And then I realized, too, uh, in the shower, I thought, oh, I get it. Angela's a self-sabotager, and I never realized that before. But, like, she can't – there's probably a lot, lot, but many reasons why she hasn't um, been in a relationship since she was 20 years old. Probably a lot of other stuff, but – she probably, anytime she gets close to being happy, she has to sabotage that. Because yep. I started thinking about all the other things, times in her life. And so it's just, I'm done. It's gross. She has to put stipulations on everything. Uh, so anyway, this is where we, we come upon them. And <laughs> you said we that come like upon a, them. We come upon them. We come across in the wild. And, uh, oh, look, Laurie. We're coming upon it's a We got Michael talking to Aunt Lydia. It's a handsome Nigerian man and a a wrinkly What the fuck is that? <laughs> it's a pachyderm. No <laughs> Why does she smell like tobacco leaves? And the cheap kind. Uh so she leaves, he leaves Aunt Lydia, and and I <laughs> just wrote down Boy, you got a fucking demon waiting on you at home. Oh, you sure do. <laughs> he was going through there. He was going through there and like trying to see what it, it looked like uh, paranormal activity. <laughs> what room is the demon in? <laughs> it's the Blair Bitch Project. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been sitting on that one? Yeah, I just thought of it. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm so scared. I couldn't watch that movie. I got car sick. It was not like you watch any horror movie. I did start watching Lovecraft County, Country, County, Country, C- Division, Country. Country. It's really good. That it's that's. I was going to watch it anyway, and then you told me real. It's, it's not. It's kind of horror. It's going to get more horror. It reminds me more of like True it's Blood. It's more suspense, you know, and also cultural. Uh, it's 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 much more cultural, cultural. and historical. Yes. Yeah. Um. I. I. Uh. You know, it's not that I don't love horror. I don't love things like Saw. I don't yeah. love... Oh, I don't like that either. If it's a really well done movie, though, like the others scared the fuck out of me, but that was a great movie. Yeah. Like the first Scream. Yeah. Great movie. But when you're in I these... did scream out loud during Love yeah. and jump off the couch. I don't like it to see movies like that. When the thing landed the on the car, I totally... Uh, my boyfriend almost dropped his drink because I screamed so loud yeah, and flailed. And you scream and you're loud, and, it's, and it shocks me, and it's very embarrassing. I am. This is coming from my boyfriend who said this to me. So, uh, who is a black man? He said, 
Going with you is like going with my black grandma to a horror movie because you just yell at the screen yep. and scream. Yep. I don't know exactly what that means because I'm a white man. Because you are a black grandma. But I do talk a lot to the screen. Yep. Yep. Just in your level. I, it's, it's, I was quiet. Anyway, also the main guy from Lovecraft Country. Oh my God. He's hot. His he, face is okay, but I don't even care. His body is something to behold. It's almost too much. It's weird because I love, I love the, uh, I love, um, God, I forgot his name. Courtney the, B. Vance? Yes. Oh, I love, he's fucking great. I love Courtney B. Vance and I love great. The, the woman and I feel like they cast the, the other guy for his body. Oh, for sure. I just feel like there's not a he's lot. He's a trained actor. I mean, he's from, I looked him up. I was like, who is this guy? And he was trained at, did he go to NYU? Drama? He, I mean, he went to a good drama school. Yeah. So he's trained. He's a trained actor, but he does I just, look. I they, think that's good actors now have to be in shape. But I feel like he and I feel like Courtney B. Vance and the the woman just acts circles around him anytime they're they're on the screen. Yeah, it's maybe. a problem. Uh, what's her name? Jesse Smollett's brother. Oh, sister. Sister. Yeah. Oh, she's fantastic. She's great. Yeah, I love anyway, her. Anyway, clearly we don't want to talk about Angela and Michael. <laughs> you know what? I don't want to say a lot about them. Let's just I think let's move on. The whole thing is is she Michael comes back to her. She yells and berates him, which she, she's we're a used bully, to. and she's like, and then she does say she like a child. She says, "You can't make me. You can't make me." I I packed, I expected to hear I you I know you are, but what am I? She did, yeah. It was like a, I wrote that too. It's like a child, and at one point she was like, "Are you kidding? I'm an American. Yeah, an American. No, we've talked about this before. This." grosses me out to my very core between her and libby's family i'm like oh this is not an example of americans please and if you guys if you've been overseas and you've heard like either french people or any european say oh these americans this This is what they're talking about reason why the stereotype is there this is is what they're talking about this kind of international like uh attitude that we have and then but what bothered me more was not that it's what i think i hope they end up not together because i actually feel like uh there are all these like microaggressions that angela does to michael oh yeah totally meaning like when she hires a translator and she asks a translator to look at her and not michael you're here for me because this whole American capital, I paid for you, you focus on me. Right. Like, that was a thing. And then, y'all, it's really gross that basically she has Michael's mother come over because she wants Michael's mother to um, give their blessing on the wedding, knowing two things. Knowing that they're probably not going to be able to baby, and also knowing that she's not going to be a... Uh, Subordinate, um, uh, submissive. Sub, thank you, submissive wife, and that wants to be equal. But what Michael says during this episode and a little bit of last episode, what he's realizing, I guess Michael's been backtracking and going back and forth in some ways, but also too, y'all. Sometimes when you're in a relationship, sometimes you just tell one of the couple. You just tell if somebody has parents that have unreasonable guidelines. Yeah. Sometimes you placate them. Michael, I think, was play. Don't you think placating his mother? Yeah, I but mean, not thinking Angela was going to be subnormal. But instead, she wants to shame him and emasculate yeah. him in front of his mother. I feel I this. this That's goes, what grossed me out. No, I agree. And this goes back to what we were talking about before with the pizza. Is that 
there's this kind of sense of making him repudiate every element of his culture to be with her. Yes. And basically saying, you can be a Nigerian man and be with me, but you need to be basically American and do everything else. She's saying, you can be a Nigerian, but actually you're not. Right. So, and it's not even, and it's not even a question, maybe just, maybe Angela, this is never going to happen because it's not what she does, maybe just defer to him in talking about how his family perceives him. And I, I get it that he's trying to, she's trying to make sure that mom is okay with everything. I think there's this weird individualist streak in Angela that she needs to have everything on the up and up. Like, Angela is someone who would not lie to someone. That's, like, her obsession. That is, I think she's uh, been probably lied to many, yeah. many times before. And I, and she takes it to such an unreasonable, unreasonable extent. Ex- yeah, that's true. That's and, and, I, and I feel like that's just her kind of, that, that's her, like, North Star, that she has to get everything out in the open. Yes. Now, it is completely unfortunate. But the problem with that is, she'll never get there. No. She'll, because... Y'all, trusting someone else is about their actions in a relationship, but it's also trusting yourself to be okay with whatever happens. Right. And that's the part Angela's never going to do. She doesn't trust herself because it's so, like, she can't go inward, so she goes outward on Michael. I think, too, there's a wonderful thing about diplomacy that you could use. She doesn't know that word. Where they get to know you. And then instead of saying, this is not the way I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do anything Nigerian customs, blah, 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 blah. Maybe put yourself in that place and let them get to know you and love you as a person. Mm. It's, like, it's like when a kid comes out to their family, an LGBT kid, and the parents are like, Ugh! but the family slowly gets to know the kid. Mm-hmm. And know that they already know that part in their life, and then then LGBT world doesn't feel so scary. Yes. So if if good she, analogy, yeah, if she could just live in that culture for a little bit, and I know she can't because she has to support her grandkids and everything like this. But maybe when you're over there for these many weeks, maybe just live in that and just l- try to get to know everyone instead of trying to say who you are and how this is going to work. Yeah, because she did things like almost. She, you know, she, Angela's response to that, well, I did the engagement party like him, and I did this, but it's almost as if she did these token things just to appease him. These are boxes But to she check. doesn't yep. want, she's like, I did them once here, we're never going to do that or bring that back to the United right. States where we're from. She's trying to, where I live. she's basically trying to pick up Michael and put him in her life yes. with no, um... No, of her changing at all. And I'm telling you now, if they marry and Michael comes over to the U.S., he wants the he has two years. He will divorce her and go his own way. I agree with that. And cheat on her. I agree. With and that. she will have forced him to do that. I agree with that. Yep, I well, agree. Have a fun life, Angela. It's going to be <laughs> rough for you. I actually think because she likes, I think she does like being on television. Yeah, she likes this. I think they will stay together, and she will eventually get him over here. So I think she'll um, try because yeah. she she wants to keep having to do the TV as, yeah. for as long as possible. Yeah. 
And producers will still keep asking her. It's a her. shame. We really thought she had a heart of gold. And I still think she does, in a way, have a... I think most people have good hearts. I, she just has so much baggage and I think, trauma. I think her, her, her emotional trauma is always surrounding what she's trying to do. And her good intentions... Um, and, and I think you, you were dead on. She's a self-sabotager. Yep. She's trying to... She will self-sabotage everything she can. But bottom line, you guys, the the mom does give the blessing. Oh yeah, if, that part. If they are, if even if she cannot have children, the mom says. The thing is, they've tiptoed around this mom the whole time, and she has sounded pretty reasonable the His, entire time. Pretty reasonable. She's beautiful too. She looks yeah. so beautiful. She has such a beautiful smiling face. Um, and she says, "I'll pray for it." So they all there's going to be a wedding. I really love her head wrap thing. I thought Poodle would look good in that, but that's appropriation, <laughs> and we really can't do that. But y'all, Poodle fe- looks good in a turban. I look good in things that accentuate the slenderness of my face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why, yeah. I'm, like, your face is shaped different. You have to wear bigger wigs than I do. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I just look like a trucker in a, in a snow cap. <laughs> like, when, when, we, when we had those Liza Minnelli kind of bobs... <laughs> Not my look. You, you look like I look like a linebacker. Like, no, you look like Mo from the Three Stooges. Um, I had to say this. I have to pee because I've been drinking Wait, so oh much. Oh my gosh! We're pause it just a second. All right, I oh, we're back. He peed. <laughs> Sorry right. to tell you all my bodily functions. Um, all so right. Let's. Move. I just want to say one more thing about that, and this is it. Yeah. Michael said at the end also, he's fine if he never has a kid with Angela. I don't, I don't believe that. I, I disagree, too. I disagree. That. Okay. I just feel one. like he's not going to stop talking about it. Or and the weirdest thing about Michael, you guys, I think Michael's a good actor. I think he is, too. I think he's a good actor. I think he is, too. And I think he... And he was an actor in Nigeria, I yeah, believe. I remember he does that. care for Angela, you guys. But I, I think he still lives in... Not that I believe he believes in plural marriage, but I believe he can love Angela and kind of have another child outside his marriage. Yes, I, also, I really believe that. I don't think he's a stupid man. I think he's I a agree. smart man. I think he's playing the game because I think he does want to get to the United yep. States. Uh-huh. So there you go. Andre. Speaking of someone who really didn't give a fuck and to Elizabeth. get to the United States, probably wants to go back to Moldova at this point. Um, Andre and Libby. Uh, so y'all were triggered by this. <laughs> I mean, the internet has exploded. If you if you could create in a lab the worst family, it's yeah, Lisby's family. It's yeah. the family Libby. Yes, it yes. is. Someone said, I feel like they're jonesing for a Chantal oh, spinoff. Uh, what, on Fox News? Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, whatever there may be. I'm telling y'all now, if they have a spinoff, we're not watching no. it. I Boy, all we're of not, them. We're not covering the family Chantal. Y'all, if we cover the family Chantal, just that means <laughs> let go of your Patreon membership because we're scraping the bottom and we don't have we're, anything we're, else. We're, there's nothing we're, else. We're done with. Just leave us be. We've we've basically been like covering the Quince shows, the, the yeah, triplets, yeah. the multiple shows. By that point, yeah, exactly. We're just gonna move on to like Quibi. <laughs> Quibi. We'll never go that bad. <laughs> um. So Jen. Ugh. Boy, she might be one of the worst of them. She's a pretty. I don't she's know. A pe- well, 
She does have a mugshot. They all do. <laughs> they all. Do. I don't think Libby does. No, Libby doesn't. I don't know if the mom does. And I don't think Pamela does either. Yeah. Um, all the rest of them have mugshots. I know because uh, we forgot that Pamela and Chuck family are of criminals. Criminals. That's the thing, boy. The self righteousness in this family, and yeah. and the entitlement. Yeah. Just smells. You you walk in the room and it probably just like they're just a bad representation of everybody. Yeah. Like they're a bad representation of Americans. Yeah. They're a bad representation of, of a family of a family. Yeah. He, Charlie and Chuck are bad representations of men. Yeah. Jen's a bad representation of women. Yeah. They're a bad <laughs> representation right. of white people. Yeah. Like, All of it. All of it. They're, y'all, there's, it's hard to find something like good to they, say about yes, this family. If they were in a situation <laughs> talking about race, I bet you they're fucking racist. Oh, almost certainly. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, they're horrible. They did refer to the food as peasant food. Peasant food, which <laughs> sent, peasants, sent y'all. Into a tizzy. And I will say that they, the term of peasant food is less, uh, I, that is a a term that people use. It's like peasant food. I'm from from Columbia that they say that. But when, but when Chuck says it, not When you're from, y'all, guess what? When you're from Tampa. No offense, but if you're already living in Northern Florida, you're a peasant. (laughs) (laughs) This is this Bill's going to come for me on that. I'm here's, here's the thing about family Libby. This is what happens when you never leave your backyard. This is exactly this is what is, happens. That is it. That when you do this not is travel, what happens when you don't, you don't have any exposure to anyone outside your kind of circle. Your yeah. life is not has no diversity in it at all. Yeah. That goes with religions. That goes with color. That goes yeah. with everything. When you surround yourself with everyone who looks and thinks and talks like you. This is what you get. I remember when I worked at the Clinique counter at Quail Springs Mall. <laughs> and, I re- Quail Springs and I Mall remember story. there was this girl, Melanie. I think I've talked about her before. She died in childbirth. Um, but <laughs> she did. So she's gone now. <laughs> but anyway, she was taking. I'm not laughing at Melanie dying. I'm just <laughs> shocked story. at that detail. So she was, at the time, though, she was taking college classes. And so, because she was in her early <laughs> this 20s. This is even sad. I know she was really pretty too. God, and so um, because that that makes it no. Worse. She was just pretty and young <laughs> and vibrant. Anyway, so um, boy, I don't know where to come back from that. I don't know so, either. Just move on. So anyway, she was filling out our college schedule, and she said, "Oh, there's a class on. I could take world religions." And I'll never forget my friend Shannon, who now her and her husband we're still friends, but. Uh, uh, they uh, they do youth. They're great people. They do youth outreach and really serve in the community and wonderful people. And we still talk. But this is just the ideology. Yep. She's like, oh, uh, you can't take that world religion class. And she's like, why not? I think that'd be cool to learn about other religions. You can't question your faith. You start to question your faith, and that's how the devil questions you and comes in. But knowledge said, is power. And I said, well, actually, I've questioned my faith, and my faith is stronger. Yeah, your faith I've is weak. It. And, and so, but there is that ideology of just, you don't educate yourself. You don't go beyond. I have begged and begged and begged my nephews to please, to, and my oldest one, I don't think he's going to do it, but I live so outside. Please sometime. take a semester abroad. Yep. Y'all, your kids in college, have them take a semester abroad. It yep. will just change their whole life outlook. I would, I, 
as someone, both of us, you guys, if we had not left our hometowns, you would not, we would not be the same people. Oh, no. Um, oh, I no. was really, really uh, fortunate to do do semesters abroad other places. I was really fortunate to live abroad and to live in different cities. And the other thing, you guys, and if you Fuck can't abroad. do that. <laughs> Fuck a lot abroad. But never Y'all. fuck broads. No, like women. never broad, just a broad. But if you can't, I mean, Poodle can't even go in the Czech Republic anymore because <laughs> there's nobody left. They scan my passwords like, sir, you have reached your limit. Yeah, he's they're got he's got to wait like twenty years for these kids to get up to get of age. But honestly, if you can't travel, you guys read a book. Yeah, read a book about places. I learned even I, if you watch Under the Fucking Tuscan Sun, <laughs> just something. Yeah, that it's movie just, makes you want to go to Italy. Choose Under the Tuscan Sun instead of Big Daddy with Adam Sandler. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a sweet movie. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's very. It is a I've touching movie. A, I don't think I saw any Adam Sandler movies after Waterboy. Frankly, sweet. Anyway, bottom, 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 bottom line, line: they're terrible. They're terrible because they haven't left their own backyard. And so. You know, already Jen's like, well, it's not France. I wish I was there. Gross. Um, She's bitching the second she gets off the plane. I know they all are. Um, And so her parents are divorced, but they get along. Um, And by get along means, y'all, you know Pamela knows Chuck is a piece of shit, but I guarantee she still gets some of that alimony money. Oh, yeah. That's it. I guarantee you he's worth a lot of money. He's worth a lot of money. Um, So anyway... Jen's like, how could you not get that pressed hair? This is gloomy and sad looking. Uh, I can't drink enough for this weather. Y'all, you c- I could have filled three pads with the negative shit that Jen said. Andre's trying to avoid it. He's like, she's just pushing my, my buttons. Yep. Um, it's good that he knows that. He does. Um, so they go, into, they go to their house, and then Andre's mom... There's this beautiful spread. I mean, yep. she has so much food, and she's welcoming them, in, welcome, welcome, welcoming, welcoming them. them in this house. It's really kind. Um, and of course, uh, they say, uh, "I thought it was going to be good because Pam was like, oh, it's so good to meet his mother. We only met his dad. They are such mother and his brother. They are such sweet people.'" But then she has to say, "I'm not sure where Andre gets his gruffness from." Well, that's just. Yeah, I think she's she's a little more diplomatic than the rest of them. She is. But she's still kind of an asshole. I don't think she has a mugshot either. Uh, I don't think she does. But Charlie's like, hope Andre doesn't try to be a punk. You know what? <clears throat> I have to agree with Kyle from Craig Cray. Charlie's just a big cokehead loser. That is exactly what he is. He's exactly what, y'all, he just wants to do coke on women's tits that yeah, he paid for. I guarantee you. Guarantee you. I guarantee you his whole college life was spent drinking and doing drugs. Yes, for sure. Yeah, without without question. If you think we come for them, if y'all don't <laughs> listen to Cray Cray, they Kyle really... fucking hates him. Yeah. And, it's, and hearing him talk in his sweet, sexy Kyle voice. I know. Oh, oh, by the way, they wish just happy anniversary I, th- as well. It I made know. us teary. It made us because I did say they were the first you guys to kind of welcome us to this university. They were they, very the, sweet university, the, the ninety day universe. If you guys don't listen to ninety day cray cray with Kim and Kyle, you are missing out. We love them. They're a lot more. They're a lot more accurate than we are. You can get some facts there. <laughs> you, Kim actually has stuff to say that Kim you can has learn. Done some research. Where where we're we're more interested in talking about Quail Springs Mall. <laughs> 
or how many people came back when you said, I'm pretty sure he's speaking Russian or whatever, and like 20 people said, no, ro- uh, uh, Romanian, which, which, is, which is a romance language. But, I did not know, but now I could hear it now. Oh, yeah, and so people came at, so I love it. We, we think we know something. And y'all, I love to be corrected. Oh, we love to be corrected. Yeah, yeah. I really do. And you I will totally to admit it. Corrected and erected. <laughs> I stand erected. <laughs> So uh, anyway, now they they're like basically asking. They're talking about. They're like, "What's the?" And then, then Jen's like, "What's the Moldovan anthem?" Da, 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 da. Just how obnoxious can you be? Yeah. And and then they start singing it. It sounds like your normal anthem. It sounds like any anthem. Yeah. With pretty pretty lyrics. Um. And they start to sing it, and and then Chuck's like, "I want I want to know." No, can Charlie. You sing? Oh, sorry. No, Chuck says, "Can you sing a national? Can you sing the American oh, national anthem?" I uh, I want to hear you sing that one. And I wrote, "They're so fucking awful." I mean, do they just like beat off on a flag? Like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I'm proud of my country. Is I'm very proud to be an American. You know the thing. But I wouldn't go there and be such a dick about the it. The thing about it's it gross. is that's not patriotism. It's that's, not. That's called jingoism. Do you know what jingoism Never is? Never heard that word. Jingoism is, like, is being. Is it like a nationalism? It's kind of like nationalism, but it's the concept of being so. How the, do you spell na- that? J I N G O. J I N G O. Okay. J I N G O. J I N G O ism. Um, but it's this with a zeal that is negative, hmm. it's close to fascism. Well, so you learn a little bit, a little, little bit in our show. Learn a little bit. Look uh, at that. But it's a very, it's being obsessively national. That jingoism. Jingoism. Oh, mm-hmm. wow. Well. I don't know the, the, the etymology there, but oh, well. Um, well, Libby says that Andre's behaving well, and it's very sexy that he's not being an asshole. And there we <laughs> see, this is, y'all, we have to remember, this is where Andre and Libby get along. Yeah. In the bedroom. And y'all, when he picked her up, and she's like, I'm not Eleanor. And she's like, they get, we'll get freaky deaky later. They get later. freaky deaky. He throws her around. Ooh. Makes it all worth it. Here's the thing. When he picked her up and when he smiles at her, I can read in that face that he know what he doing. He know what he's doing. Yeah. I can, I just put, put your, uh, I think, who was it? Was it Alyssa's? We had a cameo made by them, and someone put my face on Elizabeth's face, and I was very, ha- very happy about that. They do seem to care about each other. I think they do. They do. They I do. do think they do care about one another. Um, the next day, Jen and Pamela are drinking coffee, and Jen's like, this food isn't what I'm used to. They're making fun of the co- I wonder if the reason that they eat pork fat is because it's like scraps. And that's when Chuck says, oh, it's peasant food. Peasant food. Which, I'm looking at the spread. It's just fucking croissants and fruit. Yeah, and here's... I mean, what they want? Goddamn Jimmy Dean to show up? Easter. They do. That's the thing. That's what they that's want. That's what happens when you've never left your backyard, y'all. y'all. You don't realize that people eat differently than you, you do. You know what Y'all, if you haven't seen that video, look, just go on YouTube and Google Jimmy Dean customer complaint call. <laughs> Oh, this guy, he's, I have laughed at that. I think he's from North Texas because he talks like my dad. He sounds so much like my father. I have laughed at that. There is this guy that calls into the Jimmy Dean customer complaint line because they changed their changed their 16 uh, size po- sausage down to 12. Oh. And he 
upset My because how God. do you and charging more and how can he feed a fucking family of four with only twelve goddamn sausages? It's pretty amazing. It's I laugh inc- till I cry. It's amazing. You know, I'll so, post it in the squad. So um, and by me, someone else will because we'll forget to. We'll, do we'll it. forget. So uh, Charlie is gleefully telling Jen about the fight um, with Andre. Yes. Just can't wait to get it out. And by the way, all from their own perspective. We were just trying to ask him what happened in his yeah. past. Not anything that they were goading him and egging yeah. him on. I gotta know: Is anyone out there team family Libby? Is anyone? Because I, don't I think need so. to know. I need to know these justifications. I have this thing in life that I have to understand why people feel things. Poodle won't come at you in a negative way. <laughs> I won't. I just need. I and maybe you're seeing something that I'm not seeing, but these people are truly, truly monstrous. No, I, I think, think, I think we both have that, and that's where I will. Um, I, it's important for me to uh, un, n- not agree, but I do want to understand where another person. Right, it's coming from. Right, but I don't think this is a matter of disagreement. This is a matter of moral and ethical values. Yeah, and me and you having that, and them not. Right, but just this whole conversation, y'all. I watched it like this. Yeah, I did too. I watched it like from our for our Lalu listeners, Love After Lockup. I watched it like uh, Christiana's mom, Tammy. Watching John, listen to John talk about who he's been married four times. <laughs> oh, God. And she's just sucking her oxygen like. <sighs> she is pretty. One of the sisters said her mom, she is a very beautiful woman. And also, there's a weird name. Y'all said they were eating something called like. Hot beef. We've, we found out what it was. Called hot beef. It was gross. You know what it is? I just kind of had as I was talking, listening to you. Lots of gravy. Lots of gravy. I had something clicked a little bit. And I wonder if this is why Libby. You're going to transition? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, why Libby is kind of likes her relationship with Andre is. So, you know what? They're, they're bullying. They're bullying Andre. And they're all ganging up on yeah. Andre. Oh, yeah. They're all trolls, y'all. But, Family of trolls. But guess what? When Andre's not in the picture, who do they bully and gang up on? Libby. Yep. There we are. That's the purpose he serves for her. Yep. Is she's not the bullied one. Yep. I agree with that. Which is why she doesn't really defend him in front of them. That is very true. It just clicked for me. I like that. I like that explanation. Um, so they're talking about peasant food. I like, too, how, you know, they'll diss anybody, but they're like, you know, they called us the F word. Can you Ugh. imagine... Oh, oh! These people, you Chuck has a mouth like uh, a Def Jam comic. I oh. guarantee you, uh, off camera. Charlie has had <laughs> sex with a woman and probably called her a fucking skank. Yeah, because he's that guy too. That but says I'm shit saying like that. the idea they're acting like they're too puritanical to oh. say the quote f word on, on on screen. Come on, <laughs> camera! Oh, I hate these people. So, um, and also. Even though, remember y'all, Andre apologized for this. Yeah. We're not defending Andre's behavior. No. But he apologized, and they're such pieces of shit, they wouldn't even accept an apology. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It wasn't a great apology, but like, let's Alicia, just move on. Alicia not accepting Ji-Hoon's apology. Right. Okay, that makes kind of sense. Because <laughs> he's a fuck up. And it's true. But this, no, he's, he's just a move loser. on. He's a loser, but just move on. Um. So... Then Charlie says, I'm going to go try to meet Marcel, his friend, 
to get some dirt on Andre. So apparently we're trying to actively break like, up the is marriage. It, just, is it, that, it has to be just, I'm sure it's all producer driven. This is all producer driven. It has driven. to be. But it's just, but I'm trying to think about the way we're being yeah. sold to us. But the way it's being sold, it's like, wow. So they're already married. And it's interesting from the editing, they're not showing the baby hardly at all. No. They want us to almost, for, almost think of their, that's the thing I don't think I love about Happily Ever After, is that they've got to figure out a plot point to work towards yeah. for all of these stories, whereas 90 Day, Before the 90. It's much more docu. It's yeah. much more docu. We, we're trying to get somewhere. Yeah. But this, it's, or even the other way. The other way, they're trying to figure we out know how where to we're going. Live. Yeah. But it happily ever after. This it's is like it feels way too. Well, this is this is this is why, um, this is why I I found this this spinoff not which people have very told us is usually. To I think this is like Kim and Kyle's least favorite. Well, and we thought it was going to be. We've got to watch we, four more seasons. We thought of it, it was going to be good um, because the first couple of episodes were great, and the episodes are juicy, but everything feels too scripted for us. Yeah, but anyway. Because I don't, this is, and I, this is really interesting, you guys. I don't feel like, yes, they fight, but in general, Libby and Andre themselves don't have that much drama. So we have to bring in bullshit family drama. If her family just all went to jail, her problems would be (laughs) solved. Anyway. And the, and the Tampa housing market would be great. Would be great. (laughs) And some of our sissies wouldn't be forced out of their homes. Yeah, fuck that shit. So, yeah, so they get it from the table, and Charlie says this food, he literally calls the food trash. No, you're trash, Charlie. Yeah. Um, so the next night, Libby, her sister and mom. And are, the, and the and sister-in-law, Ina, who Ina, is gorgeous. Gorgeous. We, you know, that's who we stand, Ina. Although, she Ina, kind of she, brother-in-law <laughs> under the bus. This is the thing about Ina, y'all. She keeps it real. She kind of sits back and, and acts nice, but I think, too, I think there may have been some kind of, I think, like, Maybe Andre tried to date her at one time or something like that. Oh, really? It just feels like that with her. But or she, maybe she fucked her. He fucked her over. Or well, she said that they haven't talked to or seen Andre in two years. Two years. So did seen did, him? I don't know if they talked. But, but did you get that? The way though she said that though was her Andre and his brother might have had a falling out. Possibly. I kind of got so that maybe, feeling. Maybe Come at she's us. taking her brother's side. His brother's side. Maybe because yeah. they're going to look for. A wet, a, a, a traditional, traditional. Wedding. It, it looks something like kind of very Eastern European yeah. or like what you would see like, not totally the same, but like the embellishments like on a Heidi yeah. costume yeah. or something like that. It was pretty. Kind of like Midsummer. <laughs> the, the dress is on Midsummer. Yes. Yeah. And so. Traditional. Traditional. And so. And Jen's like, it looks like. I'm like, actually, it doesn't. No. So learn your history and fashion. Learn your history. Bitch. You've never watched that show. You wouldn't know. You're probably like watching like you're probably watching Jenny Jones. Exactly. <laughs> and no offense to Jenny Jones. <laughs> I liked her. Kinda. Is she dead? I don't know. Hey Siri, is Jenny Jones dead? <laughs> Jimmy Jones was born December thirtieth, nineteen eighteen. Oh, Jimmy Jones. <laughs> I didn't know. Who's Jimmy Jones? A jazz pianist. Oh. Look at that. Y'all, you do learn something. <laughs> I think, no, Jenny Jones, she had to apologize because, like, someone shot someone. A gay person shot someone. <gasps> oh, or yeah. someone shot a gay person. Wow. 
The shit she was remember. very upset. I think that ended her career. Maybe, yeah. Moving on. on. <laughs> that ended. She must sad. be southern. So they're they're y'all. They're uh, Libby's trying on the dresses, and so you know what's a good idea? As in every ninety day fiance, let's have the dress store clerk <laughs> translate, translate their personal squabbles for us. Shop, shop girl, shop, shop girl. girl, shop girl. Do you Div. speak English? Could I throw you a few pence yes. to speak English? I'm sorry for my entitlement. So that's what happens. You shop girl. Um, but this is where we see, like, you think, well, Ina is going to help take up for her brother-in-law. Nope. Nope. Threw Andre under the bus, and she said, I don't know how Libby can live with him. She's like, I don't know why. He's never acted this bad before, but yep. she basically was kind of like, he's basically the asshole of the family. And Libby comes out and says, can we not talk about this right now? Which is warranted. Which is warranted. And then her sister kind of keeps saying, they had this whole discussion where, um, this isn't going to be a 90-day theater, but you be Jen's sister asking me if I talk to Andre, and I'll be Libby. Because okay. for like five minutes, they just, she was like, I've already talked to him about this. No, I mean, have you said it to him? I talked to him in about this, this way and the way you're saying you're it not to me listening. now. I don't believe you. You're not listening. <laughs> I mean, what are you? You're talk- not listening. <laughs> I guarantee went you back guys. And forth for like these two. This was edited too to be shorter. These two sisters viscerally hate, hate one another. Hate one another. Even Which though they want to blame Chuck for, but a lot of times when sisters don't like each other. That's a mother's doing. Yeah. Because that's what Grandma Hazel did to Peggy, Aunt Peggy and Aunt really? Darla. Oh, she they, pit them they, against each they other? Talk to this. Oh, yeah, she'd go. She'd do it all the time. Y'all are just net, the, nothing but a bunch of fucking sluts. <laughs> she would. She was horrible Y'all, to her daughters. Don't horrible. say that to your daughters. Don't but, but say that to your daughters. Would she pit them against one another? Or oh, would yeah. She, oh, yeah. That's kind of uh-huh. diabolical. She would make Aunt Peggy was the oldest. She would make her discipline all the others. Oh! <gasps> <clears throat> That's pretty mental, awful. She had mental issues. Was that? Do you think she that made was a book? good coleslaw at KFC? Though <laughs> I told you that story, right? No. Oh, you know that? What? Y'all, Grandma Hazel. So she was too scared. Grandma Hazel was really so. When my grandpa uh, Andrew left her when my dad was five, she didn't want to go to work because she was terrified of kids of somebody abusing her kids right taking advantage of them which is a whole other a whole problem. other thing and so she they were mostly on welfare and they would eat sometimes like two or three times a week and that's it wow and so she got a job when they started to get a little older right across the street at a kfc <laughs> uh, and so Jesus. that way the older kids could kind of watch yeah and there's younger, she could be right over there. So she'd look out the windows at KFC to see if anyone was diddling her kids. Basically, yeah. Okay, just but making sure. She started working in Kentucky Fried Chicken, and she was working in the back in the kitchen. She was, and of course, my grandma Hazel was like, "My God, this fucking coleslaw <laughs> shit." So she just changed the coleslaw raw <laughs> slaw recipe to her own. And there's two KFCs in Ardmore, where the town we're from, and so everybody started to know. You go to the KFC on 12th because that's got Hazel's coleslaw, and it became the more popular KFC. And then, and then she quit, and now it's a Mexican restaurant. None of that can be real. <laughs> that's true. You she can't changed, change fast food restaurants. She changed the recipe. 
<sighs> she made great coleslaw, I'm not going to lie. And with that, we're going to take a commercial break because I need to process that. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle? Or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, Lord, let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not in a purple, and don't even get her started on baby's breath. Cool. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes, our Canadian fans loved the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Cool. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had 
all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. All right, moving on We're to here. Colty. We're here. Um, who's playing Colty. with a fucking drone <laughs> in his living room. First, <sighs> fly a drone outside. And second you know, all, it's weird. I want to talk about the chair he's <gasps> sitting in. Thank you. The first oh. thing I wrote down, this is the ugliest pattern I've ever seen on furniture. That's saying a if lot. If you have that camouflage page- uh, pattern on your furniture <laughs> and not in your husband or wife's or whatever or your man hunting cave move or yeah if it's actually on your furniture i'm sorry i'm saying this now I'm if sorry. you have that you are in a militia in idaho that that <laughs> it's or something it's disgusting they it took looks like that, something they, they would took sell. that out of ruby ridge you would only buy that shit on like bargain world yeah i i Physically, Which is the home shopping channel in Ardmore, Oklahoma, by the way. <laughs> I gasped when I saw it. I did too. I I, I had such a reaction it's to that disgusting. fabric. <laughs> and you I know, kept seeing I like, is that brown tree? You're wearing a camouflage right now. It's I love nice, camo. And and if it was like that or a blue camo, I don't it still would have been okay, odd. A blue camo chair would have been odd. But it would have been odd with the g- regular green camo, but it's still it would have been odd, but it wouldn't have it wouldn't be. It was garish. I think it was garish. I think this is Debbie's taste, though. Strangely, oh enough. yeah. I think this is Debbie's taste, whose taste is quite more than questionable. That's been yeah. established. But yeah, I I will say if I listed my top five moments of things where I was shocked in this episode, this would be five. This would have been, <laughs> and it's that fucking chair. <laughs> yes. Yes. There's yes. also another moment in this same. Number one is. Maria was real. <laughs> Y'all, nothing's beat Maria's real. Uh, so he's FaceTiming with Jess. He basically says, they break up a lot like you would in junior high. When he says, we're uh, broken up today. We're broken up today. We fight every day. We've broken up a few times. But hey, maybe you want to come out to Vegas. And she's like, yes, I need to see your cats. But I don't want to see Vanessa. Um, and he's like, okay, well... But do you want to, let me adjust my glasses. But yes, I, I, I wrote that down. But do you want to stay at my house? Wink in my bedroom. Well, <laughs> I know. I was like, <laughs> full body dry heave. Hey! <laughs> Mother Mary. <laughs> it's so awful. Peter Joseph. <laughs> Larry. But when he did, when he did wink too, it wasn't, it was like a Lucille Bluth wink. Where you go, 
where it takes like you could count one Mississippi, it was, two it Mississippi, like, three it Mississippi. Ding, it was like a. <laughs> you know what it is too. It's when it's hard to watch someone when he's he's exhibiting behavior that he has taken from other people because yeah, he's such a fucking sociopath yeah. mm-hmm. that he's like i saw someone do this on a movie one time so i will talk like this yes and it's like good and we all this kind of behavior is hard to watch and the only people who don't see this are people who have supposedly given birth to said sociopath yes like mother debbie or people who either need something or don't don't really don't have those kind of people filters who don't or don't kind of sense bad vibes. Yes. You know, they're well the people who either who raise a sociopath or the people that the sociopath prey on. Exactly. It was it was a great you know what? That's I'm, a good way to put it. The people who prey on who don't sense predators. Yes, I'm going to. That's what he is. He's a predator, y'all. He is a predator. I'm going to read this quote from. This is from, um, and y'all, y'all probably have already heard this. It's from the Dirty John podcast. But I have a friend who's dealing with some sociopaths in her life, and they they sent this quote, and they said, "But this is so true. Think about this." Dirty John invites us to think about our own vulnerabilities and to remember that we shouldn't be too smug in our certainty that we're exempt from the predators of the world. Imagine your own blind spot, your own area of longing or vanity or naivete. In some context, it might be close to your best quality, like Mm. generosity or your capacity for hope. Now imagine there's a person out there whose sole purpose, whose sole goal is to find it and use it to destroy you, who will use manipulation and fear and elaborate lies intended to warp your sense of reality. Imagine a predator who has honed this ability like a science and has literally fed himself with it for as much of his adult life. Wow. That's cult. Yeah. That is cult. And he might seem like uh, like less threatening, you guys, because he's just this kind of chubby, uh, kind of normal-looking person. It's worse, because we think they normally look like Ash. Yeah. From Ash and Avery, yeah, and do we we think they either? Which I still Avery's a piece of shit, but yep. I still think Ash is a bit of a sociopath. Well, but are you? We think that, we think American Psycho. We think that yeah. that's what they're going to look like. But no. I think you guys, the internet is a great place to meet sociopaths because yeah, sociopaths oh, can totally curate the way they appear. Same they for can social say, media. Yeah, they can say all the right things. So when you when you when we we see a lot of people exhibiting sociopathic behavior on these shows there's a reason it's because they're attracted to it like uh like moths to a flame because you know what sociopaths also often either um sociopath next door is a great book they glom on to people that have success because then they feel like they can feed off their success or people that they feel they can use so think about it cult chooses larissa because guess what he probably starts dating larissa and thinks She's great TV. Yep. She's she's dramatic. She would help me get on television because right. I'm boring. Yep. And so that's who he uses. And so then now with Jess, he doesn't love Jess. He's like, I'm going to get another Brazilian girlfriend who acts a little cuckoo because that's what everybody wants to see. And she'll help keep me on this show. Right. No, I totally agree with you. Anyway. It's so gross. It's gross. Um, Remember when some of you said we were too hard on Larissa? Yeah, you might <laughs> want to listen to this. So, 
anyway, he says, she basically says, you know, I, I, I need you, I need you to be uh, more honest with me. And I have problems. She, she's like, she has problems trusting me. And so, the, the, but the, he's like, well, truth be told, I haven't been 100% honest with her because I've been moves glasses talking to other women. These are the movements that I studied that looks honest, honest or I can move my glasses that says I don't really feel good about this, but I have to talk about it anyway. So y'all and he's saying break. We can define break if he's he's a piece of shit. Yep. Piece of shit. So anyway, but he can't. But he says, but if I tell her before she'll comes, she most assuredly will break up with me. And what he really wants to say and then I'll get less screen time on television. Exactly. I've also thought, because we're also doing Love at Her Lockup this current season, Las Vegas is like a hell mouth for oh, these like yeah. bad oh, internet relationships. Yeah. Like someone Scott can and make... Destiny. Yes. Someone uh, can make... Uh, uh, we have somebody else. Uh, uh, Mar- Maurice and Jeff Daniels. Oh, yeah. We literally could just have a show called Love in Las Jessica. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Love dies. Love dies. Uh, a gamble. Leaving. Loving love Las gets, Vegas. Yeah. Gamble of love. Love be a lady. Okay, we're done. Love be a lady tonight. So anyway, y'all. Um, so, of course, he doesn't think he's going to do that, but he finally convinces her, please come to Vegas. She said, okay. Okay. But before that, y'all, we've got to go have yogurt with mom and get it approved. <laughs> so... They're at some strange ice cream store, and he has a very weird yogurt. I think uh, I don't know if it's ice cream or yogurt. I don't know what it is. What it is? It's weird. Um, I think we could talk about this, but I think this is another time oh, for where a ninety days theater would glad you're springing this on me. Would uh would do it better. Um. No, you don't end in a tonic. You don't end in a tonic. You ended on the the dominant. There you go. No, it doesn't end. That's because we're going to end it. You, we, we have to leave something open for the viewers. You I did, can't. I did that just to roll him up. <laughs> no, you don't know. That's the thing. You, I'll put it out to you. All right. Anyway, so we're at the ice cream shop. I'll be playing the role of Debbie. Um, of Debbie um, and you'll be playing Colt. Colt. Um, we may have another guest Who knows? shows Maybe up. Maybe some ice cream or something. Um. Uh, so anyway, and scene. scene. Oh wow, take this! It's like unwrapping a condom, Mom. I wish, <laughs> I wish, you, about I wish you wouldn't say that. I wish you wouldn't say that, Colty. Oh, okay, I, I just wanted my mom to think about my junk because that's classy. I just, um, no. you know, oh. Mom. Um, so been thinking about uh, been thinking about Jess. Oosh, that 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 whore. What are you What are you gonna do about her? What did her? you say? Did you just call her a whore? Uh, no, uh, sorry. Not- Don't use your inside voice. That's only for me, Mom. So, Pee-wee, be quiet. Pee-wee, 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 be quiet. Sorry, Bye. I just I just gave away my plan. Don't do it. I'm going to shiver in the night. Okay, I won't give away our plan. No, I, I'm just sorry. Just look at I- that sign that says lick, Mom. 
I, I shout, sorry, you're right. Lick, work like we're going to lick Jess, me, me and you, Pee Wee. Are you talking to yourself? What? No, no, no. I'm going to no, say Jess is going to come, I'm Mom. sorry, Colt. I, I mean, I said I can't wait to get to know her more. Okay, so. Uh, I did not call her a whore. Okay. So I just, you know, I want to see if this works out. And so, yeah, I thought, you know, we had fun with her family. We had so much fun so, down there. We had there. like one day. Well, so does Timmy this. Timmy this. Yelling and screaming at each other. You think that's going to be a good way to show your relationship? Um, I've got him know, close, Pee Wee. I've got him on the ropes now. We're passionate, Mom. Yeah, you go, Mom. Go get him. It's passionate, Mom. She's passionate, you know? So if she comes here, maybe you and her could give her a second. Maybe y'all could get along. You could give her a second chance. I'll give her a second chance. Yeah, bring her here, Mom. Bring her here, Mama. We'll I'll give her, her a, good. I'll give her a goddamn cat tray between the eyes is what I'll yeah, give her. Yeah, we'll take her to the Tropicana poison. and cement shoes. Po- poison her with cat litter. That's what I'll do. That's fucking dark. And scene. <laughs> that was Pee-wee Hermo. <laughs> Pee-wee Hermo. Um, Who knew he'd make an appearance? Let's talk about the fact that there is... This is this is y'all. This is why you know the crew hates Debbie and Colt, and Colt. because there's a shot of them. The crew did not. Or the 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 the, the cinematographer. They did not need to include this far back shot with the word lick. But they knew. <laughs> I you better get that because these people are. But here's of the shit. thing, y'all. If you if the crew likes you, you're gonna get a good at it. Larissa, You're gonna get Larissa always looks great, y'all. Larissa, unless always, she doesn't have makeup on. Yeah, Larissa always looks great. They now they make they they like her, but Larissa rarely comes off in a negative light. Libby and Andre, I bet they get along with the crew well. Yeah, they, usually they always look, look good. good. Um, but they don't they don't make them look like they don't make them like fools. Yeah, Debbie and Colt get a lot of bad edits. Yeah. And they're, they're, so they're shitty to the crew, y'all. That's how you know. But y'all, here's the kicker to all of this. Colt hasn't told her <laughs> that Vanessa has moved in because she didn't have anywhere to go. So who asked her to move in, Poodle? Mommy Debbie. Pee Wee, we got him on the ropes. This was their plan all along. We're going to really stick it to her. So hopefully, hopefully they'll kill, they'll kill each other and I'll be left with my son. Even though Pee Wee, you're still my favorite. Of, can we get rid of him too, Mom? Well, he's all the Fritos. <laughs> That's what happened. True, y'all, genius, genius. It's a great she plan. She knew this would happen, and so she had Vanessa move it's a, it's in. It's a genius plan on Mother Debbie's. She's brilliant. Yep. Um, I think Jess might murder Vanessa. Oh, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, so. That's that's those disasters. That's true. So let's move on to our next lonely hearts. Tania Sinjin. and Sinjin. Sinjin and Tania. Uh, okay, I am. I still don't know how I feel about this. I gotta fix my shorts. Lord, why don't you wear uh, more shorts that don't ride up so much? Because then they're too long. It's hot. Okay. I'll accept that explanation. If, if the reason is you don't do something because it makes you hot, Poodle will understand. I understand. Um, what were you saying? This, I feel like, I don't know if I was agreeing with a lot of people in our squad on this. A lot of people were, I'm interested in your thoughts on this scene. Tania got a lot of shit for this. 
And how are you feeling about this? Because I honestly, I kind of don't know where I am, but I still don't hate Tania in this. And I kind of sympathize with her still. Um, And I don't know. I'm, I am horribly conflicted. Okay, that is like, how I feel. I to feel, my core. Like, it made me, yes. I've been, like, thinking, like, yes. who am I? I don't know who I am anymore because who what? is that girl <laughs> I see staring straight back at me? Why is my reflection someone I don't know? Yes. Reflection. When will my <laughs> reflection show who I am inside? Lovely. Yes. We once did that in, in, in let's call it, let's call it, uh, Asian, probably inappropriate outfits. things. It was 15 years ago, and we wouldn't do that now. <laughs> we have learned. Um, but, but as our fat inner fat it, girls. Is our inner fat girls. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, we did that. I, I ate a chicken leg on stage. while we were mirroring one another. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. you put it in my mouth. Uh-huh, and I fed <laughs> and it, it to fell you. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> weird. Yeah. We do weird things we do on weird stage. Things. So, yes. Yeah, so, Sinjin is there with his staff and they're having a braai. Bro, braai. It's bar- it's a barbecue. barbecue. Looks good. They're relaxing around eating and boy, my family doesn't get into deep conversations this quickly in the middle of a fucking barbecue. I feel like she wanted to have this conversation. There there he's kind of and I think also Sinjin is kind of saying things like well, if I'm going to buy land, I'm going to buy it in South Africa. So that's um, it. It's like she who's. It's like who started this? It's a little hard to tell. I they both dan- did a dance I on this. I think he's he's going to be throwing out little barbs to her. He's make yes. because he hmm. he's basically in a, in a way he resents that she's even there. But he yes. had to invite her because he's she's his wife. Yeah, I think he resents, he resents that she's having, even he, there. He resents having a wife. Yeah. I think that's that's pretty yeah. uh and I and I think he still loves her. But and I now want to talk a little bit more about Sinjin. We're we're gonna get into this, but this conversation is super triggering to Tania. Mm-hmm. So you can see her, you can already start to get her like Tania dander up, y'all. Yeah. You can that she's already starting to roll her eyes and look around and like But he is saying in front of her family it's like he doesn't realize his the, family. His family, he's a, he is doing barbs that ins- insulting her. Yep. in front of her family, even it's though he's not talking family. about Tania. His yep. family. he's not talking about Tania. He's talking about America and this. Right. Whatever they all know, the only reason he's there is because of her. And I think too, and she's like, "But I've told you, I don't want to raise my kids here. There's a lot of poverty. There's a lot of racism." And I was a, then she goes off in a Tania rant. That was a little like I was around different <clears throat> cultures. I was exposed to everything in Connecticut. <laughs> in Connecticut. And I'm sure she was. Maybe she grew up somewhere else. Maybe. But I mean, I, it was she said that Sinjin's sister had never met an American. Yeah. That was surprising to me. But, you know, I don't think. Have you? Have I ever met? Oh, I've met a South African before. I yeah. know you have. I have. <laughs> um, so, anyway, then she says, well, he's like, 
blah blah blah. He's like, kids, I don't know, if, I don't want to have to have kids. And she's like, bring it down a notch, bring it. So she's, she says, and he even resents that at, in front of his family that she says something like that. And he knows she desperately wants to have kids. Yeah. So he said this in front of his family. To throw her under the bus. I, and I'm going to go on a limb here, and this, this is when I saw it. I think he desperately wants her to break up with him. Yep. He is never the bad guy. No. He never. desperately wants her to say, I'm going back home. He, she de- he desperately wants her to leave, go back home, and then file for divorce. Yep. They may stay together after it. But that's what he's trying. This whole he doesn't want to be the bad guy. Yeah, I agree with you. That it's one. I one hundred percent agree with you. Like I didn't, I, this was didn't all about trying to that. trying to get her to leave South Africa in a huff. Yes. Yeah. Because y'all, you know, here's the deal. And boy, I can't believe we're saying this. Sinjin's a fucking loser. He's, I won't go that far. He's not like a loser like Paul. No, he he's not a loser. He but he is he'd be fine to live in the same beachfront town his whole life working the cabana. But the problem is why I say he's a loser. Y'all, if you watch back the first season and maybe it was Tania Brain, but he was saying on camera that he wanted all these things. He wanted to have children with her. He wanted to yeah. work. It really kind of all switched whenever she said, he's not my soulmate. I think that hurt him so much. It's Y'all, like a switch went off I then. still say, there are very few cringeworthy things that I've ever seen on television. That was one of the most cringiest was, thing that I've ever seen. It was seen. still the worst piece of shit thing Katenia could have done to him. Um, so he says, it's not my fucking dream to have kids. And also... Tania does not react well when the family, they're not really piling on her, but they're saying, let us have a little, let it, let him talk. You know, I see where you're going. But when she feels attacked, she breaks down. down. And, she does. and she, it's easy for her to get overwhelmed, you guys. Yes. So especially in a place that she doesn't know a lot of people, she doesn't feel no one has her back. And you know, um, but God, I'm defending Tania. What's happened to me? You know what? Because when he went I'm a in, shell of who I was. I know. When he went <laughs> in to talk to her in the bedroom, everything she said was, I thought, pretty right on. Oh, true, true. Like when she said, he was like, but I'm a free spirit. And she was like, babe, I'm a fucking free spirit too. And she is to a point. I, I want to I put up put something out there because I thought about this. Because he uses, well, I just want to say this. Free spirit to Sinjin means he's irresponsible. Exactly. That has no responsibility. That's not a free spirit. That's not to her. A free spirit still pays their bills and is able to have rent. They, a free, that's not a, a, a right. A, that's, that's why he's kind of a loser is he uses that. I agree. As a um, defense for who he is. I have a theory that I just came up with when I was, when we were watching this. I just had a minute ago. Um, there are two Tanias. There is the one that she shows everyone. The yeah. one that the free spirit that she's trying to act like the cool girl, the cool girlfriend. I've said this before, actually, the cool girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And thanks for this for stealing no, that we've thunder. Talk, no, we talked. Um, someone mentioned it in the squad today. This like the cool girl. I'm cool with everything. I'm like I love having experiences. In then there's the one inside where she is an insecure control freak. She's anxiety ridden. 
and yeah. has to control every part of her life obsessively. She wants to. So it's not Sinjin's fault that he got with her because it really it's reversed. Yeah. He got with her because he thought she was a free spirit. He was the same type of free, free spirit, spirit that she is. Free spirit to Nia. Free cool girl. And she got with him thinking that he was a free spirit, but still enough of like... Like her. Of her to like have some normalcy and like build the life that she wants. But he's like, no, I showed you who I was when we first met. Right. And so the bottom line is, and also too, y'all, I'm just saying it now. I can just feel it in my bones. I know some of y'all listen to this show that are on this 90 Day Fiance. Tania, you probably clicked off of us off of us a long time ago, first season. However, if you are listening, this man is a cheater and he's going to cheat on you. I kind of agree. I can feel it in my bones. The sooner you are not with him, the happier you both will be. Yeah. You both will be. I think he's probably cheated already. I, 100%. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Yep. It's just... Tania, I just think, and honestly, I think they're both good, sweet people. Mm. Well, I think sweet <laughs> Sinjin's probably sweeter than Tania. I think I think Tania has got a. I think Tania's had a hard life. I think. Eh, I I think, think about Missy. Yeah, I I think she. Hmm. I think she makes a great reality show lightning rod. Yeah. Um. And she's she got a really bad edit last season. She did really bad. Uh, she was probably bitchy to the crew. You know, yeah. she was probably a mm-hmm. little bit in that with, with the crew. Sinjin, the crew loved. Yep. And uh, you you guys ask a person if you think we're making this up. Ask a person on a reality show if they worked on it. Say you know, does that really make a difference? And they'll say hundred percent. We're yeah. totally going to give the best stuff. To the people who we like. Yeah. Because we, if we like you, so will America. Yeah. And so that it makes a big deal. Um, but I feel like Tania is just one of these people. I, 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 I feel like in life she's probably a lot easier to deal with. She's probably – but when she's on camera because of all her anxieties, she's Tania to the 11th power. Yes. If you're hanging around her, if you're just like – Having dinner and hanging she's out. She's probably funny. She's probably fun. She's probably yeah. But if there's, but if you're working with her, oh yeah, she's a nightmare. If, if you're, it's gonna be hard because if I think, just judging a little bit, I think her mother probably was really hard on her. Probably. And like that lightning rod, I think is a good word. So I feel like yeah. if you're Tania's boss, you're you always don't want to tell her when she does something wrong because she'll start crying. Yep. Like. She's got a lot of stuff to work out on her own. And bottom yeah. line, I, after this episode, I thought they don't need to be together anymore. I agree. Um, neither one of them are really good for the other. They're not. I think they've ceased that. Um, They're that perfect example of people that are attracted to each other initially and then find out they're the absolute worst right. person for the other. And you guys, the worst thing, and I've said this before... Tania is totally the hero of her own story. That's still true. And, That's still true. Because uh, she is a martyr still. You guys, don't be... Because she says things like this. If you're with someone who says, how many women would have given you this many chances? Red flag. That's a red flag. 
Uh, the other is because really, what she should ask herself is, why do I keep giving you so many chances? Right. Exactly. And Turn she on won't. yourself. Yeah. And then she said that I'm even here with you still is a fucking amazement. No, you're his wife. You should be there. Yeah. It's not so. And then the last, the last, and even though Thank she's you not for making me dislike Tia, Tini a little it's, bit it's more. Be, a little bit better. It. Then she says, "You got to America because of me." So uh, this this final scene, you guys. But when, she wasn't throwing like American privilege with him. It's like no. It's almost like he assumes she has that, and she's kind of like, "No, I don't have that." No, I think, uh, yeah, a little bit. There is still. She's got a little bit of it. She's got a little bit of it still. I think so. Yeah. Um, because it's kind of like you can be in my home country and we can have the American dream. We we can bring we can bring our experiences living abroad to America. Maybe That's there's her that, yeah. concept. Um, I do wish her mom would showed up during this. That would have been Missy great. The yes, yes. Um, so and I wrote down Tanya tries. Sorry, Tania tries to be a free spirited girl and she's the cool girl. And she's breezy, fun trying. The pre- the problem is that's all a facade for who she is yeah. on the inside, you guys. She so wants – one of the reasons that she triggers me and a lot of their people, that is all – she desperately wants to be loved and liked. Yeah. And thought of highly. I actually learn about – I not, not learn. I reevaluate my own isms of – not being confident in myself watching Tania. Yeah. I will say that. Like, she makes me be a better person because I don't want to be Tania. That's the nicest thing you can say about her. I, I will say, some things she, say, she says are I can agree with, and I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right about Sinjin there. However, the way you, you how self-righteous you are, there's still... Just no girl. There's still a lot of hate for you. There's self-righteous, <laughs> but there is a depthness to her that I do find more interesting than with Sinjin. Sinjin is so everything's great. And like he, I kind of feel like after like 30 minutes from him, I would just be bored. I will say this: bored. He's not good enough for her. Yes, he is not good enough for her. That's Tania, true. Tania, I'll say a lot of things about her. Tania is very intelligent. She's very intelligent. Tania is a deep well of a person. And Sinjin's not. Sinjin's not. He's not. And that's the reason. Tania was a bar. Sinjin was a bar fuck. He was a. And you know who called that a year ago on this show? This bitch <laughs> sitting right next to me. You called him a bar fuck then. And he still is now. He's a bar fuck who stayed around. That's yeah. like a Swalu. Yeah. That's not going to go well either. <laughs> We should move on. Speaking of Asuelu, y'all. Do you like that transition? Yeah. That's good. Uh, so, Kalani. Ooh, Kalani. Oh, I'm Kalani. glad this was done on a bridge. Uh, and, not, and because it made me feel like one of them was going to throw the other in. Like a bridge over troubled water, <sighs> I will fuck you up. <laughs> Uh, so Kalani is going to meet Mama Swelu and Tammy. Mm-hmm. So they're coming. And so basically, she's Mama waiting. Money Pit. Now, I will say this, y'all. I'm going to say this first. Kalani, I think, mostly is in the right on mostly all of this. Yep. However, Kalani. Would be really good for you to either talk to a therapist or maybe a mediator on your negotiation skills. Because <laughs> she comes in hard and she comes in she, quick. She came in hot. 
Yeah. She was just like, so I don't know why y'all feel entitled to want our money. Yeah, this could have been brokered better. Could have been a little bit um, easier. Uh, so the look on Tammy's face, she's smelling a bad fart the whole time. Yeah, somebody said this was something. It's called something. But I guess when you play volleyball, they said when you play volleyball and you get hit in the nose... I can't remember what it's called, but I'm oh, like, that's know. a good, that is exactly the way it feels, because Darcy will make that face too. Okay. Okay. So, uh, it, it, uh, she basically says, I don't know why you feel you're entitled to my family's money, but at the end of the day, it's going to be what I say. Yes. And that is not what, and that immediately. That escalated both of them. Tammy real quickly. Yeah. Y'all. But although, although, uh, Mama Moneybags is just like, just give me money. That's all I want. <laughs> but I, I mean, Tammy is like Jake when he's hungry. That's uh, true. Tammy you know, was very angry. Very angry. Let's be honest. That's me when I'm hungry. So she goes on. She's like, they need to send money. It's shooting. Tammy's like. But don't, you're a half Samoan. You should understand. This is what you're supposed to do. And then she says, wait, so you must be lazy. And she's like, you must be lazy because your parents she, support you. You live with your parents. She's like, you can get a full-time job. And she's like, and then, say, give, then give us money. <laughs> it is, I think, too, there is a cultural thing that this family are, is so Samoan in this remittance idea of we got to give all, send all the money back to Samoa. And since uh, Kalani's family is just kind of one generation removed, they're kind of like, yeah, it's not really what we do. It's not really what we do here. But this no. is extreme. It's very and we and we are saying that not from our, our perspective. We've had other Samoan We've had sissies Samoan sissies come at us, us and say this is very extreme. Um, and also, too, uh, yes, Kalani could get a job and probably make a lot more than a Swelu. Yeah, but. Then they're paying for childcare, probably. Yep. And I don't know if Kalani trusts Asuelu. I agree. Because I was going to say maybe he, she could work. He can't stay he home can't all day. He can't take care of He's both gonna those play. kids. No. She's going to come home to a dead child. <laughs> so she literally is like, I'm fucking stuck here. What a tragedy for little Kennedy. That kid is adorable. They're both adorable. They're, they're adorable children. Really pretty. And so. Maybe, and, and maybe if they ever get out of pajamas. <laughs> Y'all, she's just tired. I know. Kalani's too tired to change them out of pajamas. Anyway, so um they accuse they the uh, Tammy and Mama accuse her of trapping him in a marriage and he's like, "You want you you it's your fault that you got pregnant." Cuz Tammy says, "I work full time. I take the kids there with you. I work. I give them Yeah, they say it's your fault you got pregnant." And Kalani takes it as that she tried to get pregnant on purpose. I don't think they meant to say that. Uh but, Mom and um, they well, they kind of were meaning that. Well, I guess yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, Mama Mama Moneybags says, "I have nothing because you will tell us what to do." Yes, I have nothing. Why don't we close one more door? I don't want to hurt anymore. Stay in Nothing, nothing, nothing. 
<laughs> Y'all. She just went somewhere else. Where are we? <laughs> Y'all, that was me in sixth grade singing Whitney Houston in my falsetto. You really did that? Like every Oklahoma boy. Yeah. Wow. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uh, Money. Uh, and so the drag race rattle went. And when, especially when she goes, listen, Kalani, I don't care about the kids. As soon as she said that, <laughs> that's what Kalani just says. This is crazy. I want to take my son back to Samoa to do his duty as before. And I literally wrote down, or no, sorry, Tammy says, you guys just need to get a divorce or separate or something. They literally, y'all think about it, they want him to abandon his family. Yes. And Kalani's like, okay. And she's like, you're crazy people. And Tammy's like, you brainwashed him. You're too old. Then she says, you're too old for him. Like, they just pile on her. They just, and Kalani's like, I'm done. I'm leaving, y'all. And Tammy tries to fucking come at Kalani. And Moneybags grabs her and says, no, don't do this. And as Kalani just walks off. Y'all, that's fucking, I would look back, like if somebody was coming after me. Kalani doesn't, doesn't even, even look, look back. back. She's a bad bitch. She's a badass bitch, and I love her. Um, I, I would, I'll talk about the end. I... I have so much I see so much potential in her. I do too. Um and it's a shame that she's saddled with Asuelu. It's well, kind of a, sa- a shame. That kind of I think she feels that way too. Yeah. Cuz this went a this went a direction I did not expect it to go. Me either. I so, I So she comes talk about back it. and she's talking about she's talking to Asuelu and they're with the kids and she's like we should talk about this. And Asuelu says which made me laugh. Come here, farty boy. That's what they call the oldest of farty boy. And I'm like, that's what they call me in college. <laughs> there goes farty boy. No one will fuck me. Anyway, that was me. So Kalani's telling him like, and at first it's going well. He's like, they're telling me that I brainwash you and that I can control you. It's like, no, that's not true. And Suelu's like, that makes me mad. And she's like, they said that they don't care about the babies. And then Suelu says, this is like, that was like a level one. This is like a level 70. A I'm gaming like, lingo. I'm like, okay, though, he's getting this. Like, he's getting it. But then he wonders if she misunderstood them. Yes. She did. And I was like, what the fuck? And she's just like, and here's the deal again where I say to Kalani, y'all, this is a lesson. Unless you're like, unless your significant other is totally done with their family. But even if you hear your significant other call their family pieces of shit doesn't mean don't, you can call their family no, no, crazy no, don't agree. pieces of shit. Don't agree with them. Just support them. Say that sucks. That's got to exactly. be really shitty to feel that way about your family. I'm so sorry for you. Yeah. Uh, y'all repeat this after he just brought up a good thing saying, I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. Yeah. That is, a, that's all people want to hear. If you don't know what to say, yeah. say that. Or like if you if your husband is having a problem with uh, his mother, and and he's like, yeah, I don't know what to do. She's just such a bitch all the time. Don't say, yeah, what a fucking bitch. It's say, th- I'm sorry you're having to deal with that. That's hard, honey. You don't deserve this. That's hard. This. Yeah. Because if you say, yeah, what a bitch, 
That'll come back to bite you in the ass. It'll come back to bite you. Don't get between a son and his mother. Don't. Do not. Yeah. Ricky Dardick learned that. <laughs> now, if you're a husband, and it's true, if you're a, Ricky Dardick was this girl, straight girl who's in love with me, and she thought I was going to choose her over my mother. <laughs> Mama Mar won. <laughs> um, now, if you're a husband and your wife calls her mother a crazy, horrible bitch, if you're a husband, you better agree that she's a you crazy, horrible bitch. She's a crazy, horrible bitch. It doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't but work, it work the same way ways. for sexes, y'all. Yeah. No. Actually, probably would they. Your wife probably just wants you to say, "I'm sorry, you're dealing with that too." Actually. Y'all, if you're a husband, don't try to fix relationships yeah. with her and her mother. Validate. Just validate her. Validate her. Remember this: you can get anything you want in this world through a little validation. Anything. That's how Poodle got a new car and syphilis. <laughs> You in know the same what? Day. But they cured the syphilis. <laughs> yeah, you kept can, the car. You can, you can take a pill. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The doctor's like, again? Again? You were just here last <laughs> week. Well, that was for groceries. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So this turns, and he really, he's like, don't call my family assholes. Yeah. And then Asuelu does this weird thing where he's like, she was like, she said, your sister tried to attack me. Attack me. Kalani should have just left it at that. Yeah. Even though I enjoyed Kalani, Kalani saying, if she would have tr- touched me, I, I would have dropped, dropped her. her. She's like, and so I was I like, really? You. you think you could knock my sister out? But you got to think about Kalani. You're talking about his blood sister that you would want to beat half the sister. shit out. Or half, we didn't, I don't know if he grew up with her or not. That you would, but still, the way your husband thinks about family. Yeah. It's just, it would be. They're very, they're very clannish. They're very like. If yeah. somebody said, oh, I would hit your brother, I'd be like, that's my brother. Like, why would you even think that? It was the wrong way, wrong messaging for him. I think Kalani should have been like, man, she tried to come after me too. And it was really, again, th- I think, and we get this later. Because I was watching this and I thought, in 10 minutes, Kalani's going to be crying. Because right now, she feels hurt, scared, vulnerable. But she doesn't want to let any of those emotions show. So she's showing, I'm a badass bitch and I'm angry. I liked it when she basically, and this was the straw that broke the camel's back. I would, I would beat you up in a fucking fight. And And I wrote, yes, you would. Yes, she would. But what she doesn't realize is Asuelu... This goes back to what we've talked about, whether it's a language barrier or whether, but it's also the language barrier or also our other sister who said he thinks she thinks he might have a um, processing disorder. Processing processing disorder. disorder. It's like he takes this information of, oh, because y'all think, Swelu thinks childish. Very much so. So a child. Childlike. Childlike. A child won't take in and say, oh, this was really terrible what my mommy said. My mommy's bad. No, mommy's not bad. You're bad. Right. So that's literally what Asuelu does. He turns it back on Kalani because he can tolerate being upset at her and being aggressive towards her. He can't be aggressive towards his mother. Right. That's true. Because the last time this happened, he just got up and left. Yeah. Because he couldn't deal with it. Um, I think, too, is... Uh, so she, Kalani goes out to but talk yeah, Kalani to, would beat everybody's asses. Oh, yeah. We just want to be clear about that. Kalani, everyone, Kalani would would kick Angela's ass. She would, the <laughs> whole season, Kalani yeah. would win in a wrestling match she would for kick, anyone. She would kick your ass, your mom's ass, 
Your mom's your ass. Mom's. Your mom's. Everyone's ass. Yeah, she would. Your mom's a slut. You're a no. slut. So she's talking to her sister, Kalini, and, and, the, and the sister says, the fact that you're crying for this person that, just really honestly, the fact that you're crying for this person that you're too good for really hurts me. This took it in a whole different And I direction. went, oh, wow, she's right. She's right. And and I just went and and I and Kalani Kalani kind of heard it for the first time. I think she heard it for the first and time. And she's at an impasse now and she's like, I feel like I love him, but every day it's getting less and less. That's and, not good. And I'm gonna she said that. I'm gonna get on this. She's been fighting for how long? Maybe two, they've been married for like two years, something like that, it feels like. No, because Kennedy and Oliver <sighs> are probably like maybe three. Which one's the older one? Oliver. Oliver. That's I like that name. Oliver, Oliver I think three. is three. So and I think Kennedy is not well, whose birthday party just did they have? That I don't is Swaylu. Kennedy, maybe. I don't know. It was Oliver's birthday and Oliver no, they're like Irish twins. I think Oliver turned two. Yeah. And I think Kennedy is like eight months. Yeah, or something like that. So they've been together two or so years. That's plenty of time. To know. To and you guys I'm, I'm, if you're in a relationship and you're crying every single day and you're thinking, no, we, we don't even speak the same language. First, first try, obviously, some type of couples therapy um, and talk to someone uh, if you really want to save it. If you're in danger, you get out. Yeah, of course. If you feel like you're pers- person- per- personally in danger, this, you leave. But And this is in a different, this is in a way different because I've thought about this too. It's that, again, and I don't mean this as a dig, but it's what I've said at the beginning. Asuelu doesn't get the complexity, doesn't have the complexity of thought and emotions that Kalani has. Exactly. And she's trying to speak to him with that complexity, and he can't process it. And it's not fair for her to be with somebody, and it's not fair for, honestly, him to be with somebody where he probably always feels like an idiot or a loser exactly. or stupid. He probably would be much happier living in Samoa, having a simple yep. life. It's a mismatch, total mismatch uh, of experiences. She's had a lot more experience than he has. Um, and just the way he world views too, of how they see the world. And it really got me too. And I think she heard it more when her sister said, if you were watching me, yeah. I think you would know what you would want me to do. Well, that sister is wise. And beautiful. Yeah. And they're both beautiful. They they, that sister is wise. And it, because what we're seeing, y'all, we won't, Jake and I have only been watching them for one season. Yeah. But what made, I think, probably resonate with you and seeing her sister cry too is that her sister has seen the years of this. Yeah. That we haven't even seen on camera. Um, I, yeah. And I said, boy. Kalani, and this is why I was thinking, Kalani has so much she could do. She's really smart. If, she's well-spoken. Yeah, and She's likable. And I just feel like she's just burdened by this Asuelu-shaped albatross in every element of her life. Well, I also wonder, we haven't seen the first season. I wonder if she's burdened by, she's, to our knowledge, I think she's a religious person. She lost her virginity yeah. to Asuelu. Yeah. And so I wonder, too, if she's burdened with... But this was the person I gave my virginity to, the person that's a father. It's like, I wonder if that morality, kind of religious stuff is... Maybe. Or whatever her 
values are yeah. wrapped up in I that think, too. I think though her the need to have sanity and happiness and stability will trump all that. Oh yeah. Um I think she needs to just I think get they, out. I think they need to be I think you know, I think honestly I think he needs to go back to yep. Samoa. I think I, I it's sad to say this is the first episode where I've thought that. Because you're exactly right. They're just too incongruent. They're just Yeah, they're incongruent. Yeah, it's they're just it's too too different. Radically. Um yep, yep. speaking of someone a lot more fun, you guys. Larissa. Larissa and Eric. 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 My criminal case has been resolved. So she's starting a new chapter and she feels like they can go to share a home together. So they go to a place called Urban Chic. (laughs) It's chic. Chicky like me. It's chicky like me. Um, They're picking out shit that's way too expensive. Like Larissa does. Um, And. I want to put. I just want to say, Ericky. I don't know. She basically says he has money. We we haven't watched this season, you guys. He does not dress like it. No, doesn't dress like he has money. No, he behaves like he has a little more than he lets on. But this is the worst kind of guy to date, you guys. Because you think they're rich. He's, he's going to nickel and dime you for everything, and he's really not as rich as you think. No. Too. Uh, that's then, true. Good then, call. Then she says, "Oh, this." What, she's like, "Tell me what you think. What I'll tell you what the price is and what I would pay for it." Never a good thing to say. No. She's like this couch. She's like, "It's probably twenty four hundred dollars, y'all." That if you're going to a if you're going to anywhere, then it's not living spaces. Living spaces. <laughs> that kind of sectional looking couch is going to be more than twenty four hundred. That's going to be like four or five grand at least. At least. Um, and it's more than that. Yeah. It's $11,000. It's $11,000. She's like, that's a car. Um, and she's like, in the past, he has been very cheapy. Uh, and she's like, I would like to buy lots of things with your money. <laughs> say she that. Just, she's but, up front. <laughs> I will say that. That's my favorite thing about Larissa. And she's like, a booby job. A booby job did, and a nose job. Did you think Eric, he was wearing a lot of makeup? Yes. I Okay. <laughs> I was like, is it the lighting? His skin looked like too flawless. Yeah. He was wearing a lot. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So we still think Eric, he swings both ways. No, y'all. they told us. Uh, he talks about that on the OnlyFans. He swing, talks about it? Yeah, he swings both ways. Boy, y'all, Larissa's going to find Eric with a guy. Because here's the deal. And I'm not saying maybe he's totally bisexual. But she says, it's interesting you brought that up. She says, uh, I went to be with Eric. Uh, we our sex was she's like our sex waned before, and I feel like and she tells him she's like I want to get this done so you'll be more like attracted to me and into right. me. And I wanted to say then get a dick. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not saying, but we we got a weird vibe off of him when I first saw him, and I mean he he could definitely be bi for sure. Um, but. I don't know. It, she So she wants a nose job and a boob job because she says it's going to be she wants to get back her confidence at the, 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 the body she lost after she gave birth. As she gave and birth. her body looks great. She, yeah. She said it didn't matter with Colty because he was fat. That, that was her <laughs> words. I like she said, let me let me just I got to read this. Um, uh, I uh, where, where was it? Oh, 
since we, she said, how long have you been wanting to get a boob job since we started to date? Because with Colt, you know, he was fat, so it was whatever. <laughs> it's just. But with Eric, he's, I guess, just slimmer. He's slimmer. And she's like, you want big boobs? And he's like, she's like, I also want my nose more uppy. Uppy. And she pulls up her nose like a pig. <laughs> she does. Ooh. God and, bless her. And Eric's offense, he tells her, he's like, I think your boobs are great. Yeah. I like the way you look. I li- he even said, I like your nose. And she wants to make sure that they're, that, that, uh, that she's doing plastic surgery for the right reasons and not for him. Yes. Um, he does agree. She's basically, then she says, how much is this going to cost me? She's like, ah, something 14000 this and maybe 10000 She's like, like $25,000. She's like, so you're wanting me to pay twenty-five dollars or $30,000 in plastic surgery for you. She's like, you have it. <laughs> and then she's like, it'll help get you to more and then marry me. Yes. Which is like so not great and I wish, man, I think Larissa has love addiction. Oh, definitely. Because she's so uh, not confident. And I really would want her to like, I would just want her to like, if she wants plastic surgery, get it. But then just be around a bunch of, bunch of like female friends that are all being single. Right. And like, because she's smart. I'd love for her to like go to school, do something. She's... <sighs> She is smart, and she has no filter. She's a very unique personality. Yeah. But I think, too, he wants her to pay. She's like, do you want me to give it to you? She's like, no, borrow. So then she's like, uh, and she's like, why are you so nervous to him? He's like, "Uh, we're going to do it with interest. Y'all, you don't ask someone who you're with to, to borrow. First of all, to borrow money. Don't borrow money from your significant other. I mean, unless you've it's, been together for a while and your finances are, but if but it's your no, it's your money. You're, if you've been together for a while, your money's probably together. Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, that's true. But yeah, don't borrow money from your significant other. And if you do, like you've said, don't don't lend money to friends either. Just say here's, here's a, gift. a gift. Here's a gift. Take yeah. it. Because if you borrow, especially if you borrow money, because of that friendship with you or that relationship, they're gonna think you don't need to pay it back or they're going to, they're going to resent it with you. It's going to add a price tag to your relationship, which is the most dangerous thing. Yeah. Cause he wants a contract interest. Yeah. All of it. That's going to detonate what they and have. And I don't kind of blame him. Oh, I don't blame him at all because Larissa is, you know, she's kind of done some shady shit. Uh, I don't blame them at all. Um, I uh so but man it breaks my heart if you like new boobies you marry you'll want to marry it's just sad it's sad of her self-worth she is organizing some stuff some stuffy in her roomy mostly closey um and she says the reason the first time Eric and I break up was because the sex was nothing he had lost the love flame <laughs> so she puts the reason why again it's on her it's on her yeah. it's her fault um and there I don't know if you guys saw this, but there's this random stuffed beaver in a Canada costume. No, I did not. And (laughs) it is sitting there, and we have him here. Oh. To give, um, and we're going to be talking about uh, this, and and the stuffed beaver is going to give, we have him here. You see, he's behind me the whole time. Yeah. Oh. um, Hi, 
Hi, Beaver. How are you today? Hey there. It's so good to be here. Oh, wow, it's Beaver. so good. You talk like there's a finger up your butt. Woo-hoo. I, you know what? I've been used by a puppet for a long time. Okay. Um, uh, Beaver, uh, um, uh, first of all, I just want to apologize. Oh, Canada. So, um, oh, Canada. so you're, you're a Canadian beaver. Yes. Um, yes. I'm sure. I just want to apologize. I'm not going to make a vagina joke. Okay. You get that all the time. I'm sure it's Maybe. hurtful. Maybe. Pedestrian. Okay. So, Beaver, Pe- um, what yes. do you think about, you've seen her undress. Well, uh, do you think Larissa looks fine the way she is? Sorry, I'm just chewing some wood that I found on the floor. Well, that's the poodle's wood floor, so don't chew on that. Okay. Um, what you saying? So do you feel like Larissa needs plastic surgery? think she's fine. Oh, no. I like her just how she is. Although, the guy who's holding me, hmm, I could really get with that. Oh, are you a gay beaver? Or are you a female beaver? I don't beaver? like labels. It's hard to distinguish your sexuality from your voice, beaver. Can I just be a beaver? Sure. And not be, and not you choose to put something on me? You know what? A hole is a hole. You're right. That's my mother's expression. Wow. Okay, beaver. So, um, uh, yeah. do you think uh, Eric, he needs any plastic surgery? No, I think he's great the way he is. I just, when he was sitting there, I felt the impression of his human penis on my back. This just got weird, Beaver. I think we're going to have to let you go soon. You know, I, I have lo- I have needs, and I need to be loved. And before the last time I was loved was from a Mountie, who gave me this costume to wear. And I'm saying here, can you add me some music, please? I'm saying right now that a beaver should be able to love however he wants to be loved. He or she, I should say, or they. Oh, Canada, the place where a beaver can find another sexless beaver and make a life in a dam with each other and maybe a lot of dildos. I'm going to go back. Bye. Have you <laughs> and seen that may have been the most pointless segment we've ever done. <laughs> that got weird and I was here for it. But it got weird. Happy Canada Day. Happy Canada Day, everybody. I don't think it's anytime soon. Uh they just had it. It was a weird addition to that scene. If you go back and see, he like holds it and then totally she holds that. it. No, it's weird. Uh, anyway, so she says, I feel like big boobs is going to motivate you, Eddie And he's like, in a weird way, some big cannons would be nice. I don't feel, even though I feel that like. That made me be like, mm, I know. I used to say that when I thought I liked bajungas. It all feels. Titties. It all feels very veiled misogyny to me. But like he doesn't mean it. Yeah. Like it's fake. Yeah. Like he's putting on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I didn't realize it until you said it. Yeah. That's the thing. Larissa, first with Colt and with Eric now, has found men who are kind of performing. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if she can't see that or they're preying on her in that way. I, they're still together, apparently. The best thing for Larissa is she needs to find a guy who says, honey, I don't want to be on TV. Yeah. Let you do your thing. An old rich guy. Yeah, from like yeah. Texas or something. Um, 
And then he says, "She's like, I want to. She's like, I want to marry you, Eriki." He's like, "What do I get out of this?" It's just a weird, it's weird. question. It's weird. And then she thinks that he's trying to. He thinks that she wants plastic surgery to get out to get, to get it cult. And, and she's she like, says, "No, no, I was like prime rib for him. <laughs> I am Angus stick." And he's like, "Pork loin." And that's when I went. <laughs> and I want this, that pork loin. I wouldn't. And y'all, <laughs> I want you to think of the shape of a pork loin. Uh huh. What's the shape of it, Poodle? A dong. He wants that pork loin. Yeah. He wants that dong. Yeah, there's something about Ericky, y'all. Either it's... he's gay or a killer. Or or he's bi like like Andrew Cunanan, who just would fuck women and men because he could. Didn't he kill people too? Yeah, that's what the whole that's a, that's the whole, whole Johnny yeah, Versace yeah. thing. Yeah. Boy. It's how easily we forget gay serial killers. Well, you know, it's not like I'm referencing <laughs> him all the time. <laughs> Wait, I am. Darren <laughs> uh, Chris was good in that. He was so hot in that. He's a hot guy. He is. He has such big Disney prince eyes. He's very attractive. Uh, in real life, I bet he's way skinny. I, I've, I, I saw him at, at, at Tramp Stamp Granny's. Is he just petite? He's tiny. He's tiny. Oh, he owns that bar, doesn't yeah. he? With his, if, if they still open it. With his polyamorous wife. They have an open relationship. Oh, they do? Yep. What? Well, hasn't he said he's bisexual? I don't think he's ever come out and said it. Oh. I think I they have an open relationship, though. Oh. I don't think he's... I think he's been very gay affirming, he's though. He's like one of those guys where I'm like, even some straight guys, I'm like... You can just tell, like, you're meant to be bent over and rimmed. Like, I bet his butt is beautiful. <laughs> I <laughs> And I don't even swing that way. <laughs> well, kind of. Um, anyway, y'all, that's, that's the show. That's the, that's the show. <laughs> God, Happily Ever After will never not be almost two hours. It's, it's hard. so awful. No. Your zit actually enlarged by the time we were doing it's that. It's true. It got bigger. Y'all have got, y'all seen from my forehead video because I posted a video it's on that, our hey there. It said, hey there, poodle. How are you? How are you? <laughs> by the way, y'all, if you, we would really appreciate you. I know we always say this, but we're like, let me look. We're like 350 from making 10,000 uh, Instagram uh, followers. And we can, w- when we do that, we can push the swipe up so y'all can. Y'all can swipe up to get things it's just, and videos and yeah, shit. Yeah, we're like 350 away. So if y'all could come at us on Instagram, if you're if on you're there. Not a, if you're not a follower of us, if you're on a sissy squad, you're not a I follower mean, of us. we're doing funny memes with Christina. Yeah. So come at us at 90 Day Gays. It just would be nice once we're at 10,000. We can. It's just easier to share things with y'all. Yeah, a lot easier. So it'll help us out. You can also follow us on Twitter, on our public Facebook page at 90 Day Gays and then we have our private Facebook uh, group which is the Sissy Squad. You can come at us there as Poodle says. We're having <laughs> we're a lot of fun, fun on there. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate that so much. We're going to be doing our Sissy Spotlight and our Sissy Shoutouts on tomorrow's show. So be sure to, uh, to jump in for them and if you're on the Gatreon be sure to call that 800 number if you're at the $15 tier yes. and you can leave your Sissy the Google Spotlight. Voice number. I feel like we should have a million and one announcements because of last week but we don't have anything else to fucking say I don't think so except for y'all we call these people lonely hearts because poodle (laughs) aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places keep going
No, what, what, you can't think of anything right now? Uh, oh, yeah. And if you are looking for a really, really awful brown armchair with a wood camo pattern, call, call us. us. Fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 